Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Last First Date Radio, featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating, and mating in midlife. And now, here's your host, Sandy Weiner. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Last First Date Radio, the place to be for creating healthy, lasting relationships in midlife. And today, I am so excited to be speaking with a friend, dating and love coach, Polina Salda, on how to get a man to commit to you forever. For the past 11 years, I have been a love and, women, love and women's empowerment coach. I help women over 40 enter into the best relationships they've ever had and find the man of their dreams. And the secret is that they found their own value first. I call this the Woman of Value Movement. And as I advance it, I plan to support women even further by giving them the tools to show up, stand up, and speak up from the bedroom to the boardroom. In the office, I'm really actually looking forward to speaking in the workplace because we we all need to find our voice. It's such an important thing, and too many women stay quiet. It's been in the news a lot where women are finally speaking up, and I, I just, it makes me makes my heart really full when I see women who have courage to speak up, especially about hard things. Every week I bring you a tip on how to become a woman of value, and this week's tip is create a life that energizes you and fills you up. So often we don't really take charge of our own lives and find the things that really make us happy. We're so busy living somebody else's version of our life. And I really encourage you to find the thing that turns you on, that lights you up, because when you find that, you become so much more exciting to be around and interesting to be around. You'll like your life better and other people will want to surround themselves, be in your presence. So create a life that energizes you and fills you up. And before I bring Polina on, I just want to mention that if you're not yet a member of my private Facebook group, which is called Your Last First Date, please join us. The conversation there is positive, it's supportive, it's always interesting, and it's a place to come for community support. So if you're over 40 and you're either in a relationship or single, come and join us because this is really an awesome group. It's it's highly monitored. There's no man bashing. So, you know, come join us, your last first date. And now for my guest, Polina Salva. Her dating expertise comes from a roller coaster of real life experiences. She struggled in love, getting married. She was divorced. She was looking for love again in her 30s. Then she moved to New York to earn her master's and work at the UN. She also got a master's degree in dating by going over on over 100 dates. And she unlocked the secrets of finding and keeping love. And after she uncovered what was holding her back, she shifted to a new place. And that's how she attracted her dream man who proposed to her after six months of dating. They've been in a soulmate relationship for over 10 years. They have a beautiful little boy. And I can't wait to hear her story. Welcome to the show, Polina. Thank you so much, Sandy. It's uh, such a joy and pleasure to to be on your show. And uh, I'm very excited about um, the juicy conversation that we're about to have today. Uh, Me too. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you're usually the one interviewing me, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I, it's nice to have you on the other side of the uh, of the interview screen here, um, because I want to learn about you and share your story and your work with our audience. So I always like to start with what brought you to this work. And we in the intro, we talked a little bit about it, but if you can... Talk a little bit about your passion in helping women find love and how you came to this place. Absolutely. And, uh, yes, yeah, so my story is really, it's actually um, very much aligned with your movement, which I'm a big fan of, of course, finding mm-hmm. your value and uh, what, uh, what, for me, the way I was um, brought up, well, I was raised by a single mother and my biological father uh, abandoned uh, as he left when I, I wasn't even born. So I've seen my father once when I was already an adult. But that being said, I didn't have any really role models. My mom remained single. She's still single, and she has a lot of uh, anger and resentment towards, uh, and even hatred towards men, which she, she never fully recovered from uh, that uh, betrayal and abandonment and uh what I had to do first is to um, find my way to, first of all, um, see if... Uh, so one thing I didn't want is to repeat my mom's destiny, where like, I would be just alone on my own, kind of bitter and angry and uh, struggle and not have a love life at all and not have a partnership. But, and at the same time, I didn't have any role models. Like It wasn't like I could see what it would be like with a, to be with a man. So um, the biggest and first lesson that I learned and something that inspired me uh, to to do this work and really really it's aligned with your movement, it's about finding your values of women, is um, when uh, someone uh, was attracted to me. So there was this man who liked me and we started dating and we uh, we got married both in our early 20s. So... Just because somebody liked me, it was uh, I didn't know my own value. I didn't have a clear vision of what I wanted. And, uh, of course, that marriage uh, was doomed, so it didn't last. And uh, we got divorced, so I had to <clears throat> learn the hard way um, what, uh, what really, like, the number one thing, and which I'll share right now, and, of course, it's, it's, it's having – being a chooser, right? It's and you can only be a chooser when you you clearly know your own values of woman, so that you actually know you have that ability uh, to to choose. And uh, it's very different perspective from like, oh, do you like me? You know, pick me, or will will anyone ever want to love me or be with me? So it's kind of that complete shift. Uh, and being very clear about what you want to create. Uh, in your relationship so and uh, just understanding the power of this if you just get this one thing like if you have that clarity and you own your own value clear about who you are you clear about what you want to create because you you are a creator in your uh, life and of course in your love life then anything is possible and it's truly you know my story like how I shifted you know I told you about you know the first Two, two decades of my life, and then I was in my 30s, I dated, and I learned my lesson. I said I will not, uh, 
have another divorce. I will marry for love and for legacy. Creating a family was very important to me. So, and we do have a, a six-year-old son, and we've been together for a decade. And uh, I, I can say uh, with absolute certainty now that we're more in love today uh, than before. And again, don't start it with that clarity, which I see a lot of, you know, a lot of women actually struggle with. They, they, they might know, like, oh, this is my type, or this is, this is the kind of man I want, but it goes so much deeper. So, and that's what inspired me, because I just see for everybody, it is possible to have this amazing, lasting relationship, no matter what your background is, no matter where you've been, what your story is, uh, what your past has been like. Mm. Thank you for sharing that story. It's very inspirational. And, you know, people can't see you through the radio waves, but you're a beautiful woman. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, if you're, if you're beautiful, you don't struggle. Um, mm. You know, if I only looked like her, if you only had that education, then men would flock to me. And as you have described here, it was so much deeper. And when you look back at where it starts from your childhood, from the stories that you tell yourself based on what you hear and learn from your mother, from your father, that imprints, that's the blueprint that we go on Mm -hmm. until we start to unlock that. And so, you know, you can be beautiful, you can be not so beautiful. It's all the inside work is what makes you able to attract the right person. It has very little to do with the externals, correct? Absolutely. In fact, uh, if so, we see people falling in love everywhere um, across, you know, ages. And what's interesting, I see this new trend uh, uh, is uh, interracial inter- inter- uh, marriages. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful to see because it just shows mm-hmm. that a love has no boundaries. So I think it's just it's kind of uh, it's a it's a myth, right? And uh, it's one of those um, maybe even unconscious blocks. And there's a lot of pressure in, in our society to look a certain way, but that that is not. Uh, what makes a man to commit to you forever. Because if it was, then every 20-year-old, a model-like woman uh, who is young and pretty would be happily married and would be madly in love, and it's just not the case. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I, what I see is that um, it's much harder for women who might be physically more attractive because uh, there are actually a lot of barriers, like men are more intimidated, they have their own issues with, am I good enough, or is uh, she out of my league, and et cetera. So uh, mm-hmm. it's actually, <laughs> it could be a barrier, because uh, if, uh, if I'm an average-looking woman, but I have that uh, vibe about me, like you said, I'm a woman of value, and I've created this fulfilling life that just, really lifts me up and uh, gives me the energy where I show up, I kind of uh, light up the room, then mm-hmm. men will be talking to me. They will not be talking to those um, physically uh, attractive but not beautiful women, if you, if you know the distinction there, mm-hmm. that are just mm-hmm. cold and un- unapproachable. 
Yeah, so true. Such a good distinction. And I think that it just gives hope to anybody who wants to do this work, who's ready to do this work, that they can all have the love they deserve by by doing this inner work. So, um, and I also want to mention that I know I know that you continue to do this work. That it's not just you know one and done. That you did Tony Robbins' work this year or last year. Um, you, you know you continue to learn and grow, and that's something I really admire and respect about you. Oh, thank you so much. I I, I would I would say we both and uh, in general us. Uh, dating relationship coaches and experts. We're students. We're students of love, and we continue to grow. And um, I believe strongly that if if we're not growing, then we're dying. So if we're not investing in ourselves, which is of course the best investment you can make, is in yourself. So whether it's working with a coach or going to uh, a transformational event, it could be anything. Uh, it's really uh, that kind of uh, lifelong um, uh, process, right, that journey that we uh, we are on. So it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, exactly. Um, and that's certainly what I love to surround myself with in general as people who are still curious and learning and growing. It's, it's exciting to be around people like that. Um, so let's talk about the kinds of women who come to you. Um, what would be like a description of the kind of women who would hire you? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a lot of women uh, who I work with and uh, the majority of my uh, success stories are women, I would say, somewhere in their maybe um, 30s, uh, 40s, who really want uh, – not just uh, uh, create a committed uh, relationship and partnership. They want marriage. Uh, so some of them uh, want marriage and family. So I um, I believe there's just very, very different way of dating and approaching dating when you have that um, vision that you want to have a family or you, or you want to, to, to have marriage, right? So... Uh, and I, uh, I specialize in that, if you will, and that is my kind of a strong area of expertise where I understand the process and what makes a man to commit. So I would say women who are looking for that lifelong commitment and marriage definitely um, constitute the majority of my clients. Mm, perfect. So... It, that is your journey, and it makes sense that you would teach what you what you had to learn. So, exactly. Um, yes. Exactly. I I can uh, I can I can help or I can guide and support women who might be just a few steps behind, but going in the same direction. Yeah, I I love it. I I think that somebody once told me you should always be. You should always have a mentor and a mentee. Like you should always be learning from somebody and teaching. And I think that when we're always, like we teach what we know, but we always learn from others, that's what helps us continue this cycle. So, um, so you teach what you know. And so, yes, let's, let's get to the topic of what we were going to talk about today is what does make a man commit for a lifetime? Mm-hmm. That's a, such a, yes, it's such an important um, uh, um, like understanding uh, uh, what really man, man uh, makes a man to commit, because um, it's actually uh, um, we commit, uh, we women, and 
versus man, we commit for different reasons. We're looking for different things in the relationship, in the marriage, in the partnership. So the first uh, the first thing to understand is a very differences, and then, of course, we'll uncover some of that. And what I see uh, um, and what I know, of course, from my experience <laughs> and going. So, again, the reason I help women, uh, because I've gone on over 100 dates uh, in, a, in a matter of, uh, less than a year before I actually met the love of my life, my husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we don't have to because uh, mm-hmm. it's really like that knowledge. Uh, well, the first thing uh, is definitely, if I put it in one word, it's, um, it's appreciation. It's um, making him a hero. So when your man uh, feels like a hero, he feels like your hero, then he will do anything. <laughs> he will move mountains. He will make a commitment, um, not just uh, of marriage, right, not just uh, getting on his knee and proposing to you. Um, in, case, uh, in my case, uh, my love story, uh, my husband actually was, um, he told me that I never thought I would become a father. He felt mm-hmm. like, uh, so he had some, like some men do, right, some fears and some blocks around it. And for me, I was very, very clear. So, again, going back to that point that I made earlier and uh, what has shifted for me, you know, when I went back into dating and I was very, very clear about what I wanted. I wanted to create a family. That was non-negotiable for me. I was already married in my 20s, and I knew that uh, this marriage, I was so, so clear and highly selective. So that's where, that, again, being, being a woman of value comes in. Uh, like mm-hmm. I would not, like, put up with crumbs. I would not put up with ghosting. I would not put up with flaky men or men who are non-committal or – but – what I was open to, if, if, if I met a man who was uh, open, so in, 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 in my husband's case, he wasn't not a clear yes. He was not a man who would put on his online profile and say, yes, uh, I definitely want children, right? It was like maybe. <laughs> so, and uh, what, um, what happened is um, just having this, Clarity, that's number one about what I wanted. But then when we started dating, uh, how he, he was my hero. He felt that way. He, um, he did the things that, like, basically what you do as a woman when you uh, constantly um, kind of feel, uh, feel your relationship. So there's that space between you and a man that's called relationship, and you fill it up with appreciation. You bring appreciation. You bring that praise and that unconditional approval uh, into this relationship. Uh, miracles will happen. So, <laughs> for example, just a, a quick story. When uh, we just started dating, so we literally we were dating maybe just the few, first few weeks, and um, – I was moving, so I uh, moved, and I remember he, uh, I moved to a new place, and uh, he came up, maybe it was three weeks into dating, so he came up upstairs, and he looked, it's like, oh, wow, you, you need to paint this place. So he, a lawyer, <laughs> ended up painting my entire studio for me. 
<laughs> so wow. that's what, and <laughs> he was joking, like, well, <laughs> at the lawyers, you know, like, this is like, so he, uh, like, from the beginning, and uh, I was so appreciative of everything he, uh, he did from the very beginning, that this feeling that he gets from just being in your presence, being with you, and associating that feeling uh, with you, he will commit to you. He will be there for uh, for a lifetime, and uh, it's it's a, such a powerful thing. And uh, with that, of course, so comes uh, so appreciation, acknowledgement, praise. Right, men don't get that. It's not like the men are talking in the office and saying, "Well." You have such a beautiful blue tie. No, you have even prettier tie. Like men don't talk like that. We women give mm-hmm. to ourselves, we to each other that, right? We give it. But men, they don't get that and they crave it so much. So just giving him that appreciation and approval that uh, he knows, just like we want to be safe, he knows that he's safe, that uh, he can be himself, he is accepted. Uh, that is, um, and he's respected, which is another big thing, right? That uh, that is just a game changer. So if you come with that mindset sh- shift, even on the first date, like giving that appreciation, giving that approval, giving that praise to a man, uh, you will definitely have <laughs> you will definitely have men asking you for on another date, or they ask you. Uh, for a committed relationship, or they ask you to marry you, so then it just kind of progresses, right? And there's really nothing else you need to do at, at, <laughs> as, except for just allow him to create that space to receive, uh, for him to be a hero. Mm. So I know that a lot of our listeners are going to hear this and say, wow, how do I let my guard down and do that? Or how do I know he's even deserving of my praise? Mm-hmm. So how how would you address the 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 doubters out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great question because um uh, well the guard um so the guard of uh, putting the guard down so the we getting in our own way, right? So if um and this is how you know, right? So you can just experiment, right? Uh with the difference that it will so it just I believe in practical approaches. I believe in testing things and uh, implementation. So I like to say, one of my business mentors said, implementation over learning. So implement it in your own life. So just see where, when you're on guard, right, uh, and just see how, how many men approach you in any given time. And most likely they don't, right? When you, um, when you just test and you say, well, let me, uh, instead of being on guard, and being skeptical and being like that, you know, being judgmental. Because guess what? If you want to create a deep connection and emotional intimacy, um, then the judgment has to go. It has to be judgment-free zone, if you will, mm-hmm. to enter. So if you completely let go of a judgment and you sincerely look for something to appreciate in another person, it could be you are... Um, you you see a, a man maybe helping an elderly woman, and you just uh, look into his eyes and smile and say something. Wow, what a gentleman! Just 
giving that appreciation. Like, just see how he's like gonna stand up and uh, grow, <laughs> grow like a few inches taller, and uh, like <laughs> he's gonna turn into a hero, and he'll want to to uh, you tap into those two uh, primary um, uh, needs that every man is hardwired to is to provide and protect. That's how you get men to men to commit to you. That's how you get men to paint your entire apartment after seeing, after dating you for a few weeks. That's how you do it. That's the magic of it. So just play with it. Just see. Well, what if I uh, next time? You know, I sincerely. It's got to be genuine. So you can't really fake it. So look again. What you appreciate appreciates. So when you look for something to appreciate in your next date or in the man uh, you're already with. Uh, Tap into that and then see uh, what happens. What you're going to notice is that he'll offer you some help. He'll, um, he'll go an extra mile. He'll do something for you. Uh, amazing things. Uh, because men mm-hmm. want to serve. Like, they want to serve you. They want to make you happy. If you just allow them. So that's why you've got to take that guard down so that you allow, you create that space for them to step in as you hear us, so to be your provider and the protector. Just experiment with that see how the energy will shift how men will look at you differently the experiences you'll have if men start approaching you that's great and then you can decide which way uh you want to go like do you want to go back to the old way or do you want to take on uh this new way of uh your perception of yourself and man and dating in general that uh, will create new possibilities for you Mm, I love it. And then if we bring back the beginning conversation about knowing that you're at choice and having the clear vision, then mm-hmm. you know that even if you invite a man in by appreciating and he starts to come forward, if you have your choice, you, I mean, if you know you're at choice and you have your clear vision, you'll know whether you want to have him come even closer. So it's not with a big guard that you're pulling, pushing him away, right? It's It's that you're you're seeing with this openness whether there is a connection worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You always have the choice, uh, and uh, it's your responsibility. So we're talking about being a v- woman of value. It's your responsibility to, to speak up, right, and to express yourself because uh, men want to be uh, our heroes, but they need to know, like, Exactly, like uh, how, like what, uh, like what would make, uh, what would make him uh, be our hero? So we gotta express our needs, wants, and desires, and at the same time, um, you want to be also very clear about the things that you're deal breakers or you're non-negotiable. So setting healthy, clear boundaries. So it goes both ways, and that is the foundation for. Uh, for a happy and lasting, uh, loving uh, relationship, marriage or partnership, whatever level of commitment it is, pretty much the same fundamental uh, principles apply. Mm. Yeah, this is so key, um, all of these things. And it's also my passion, just teaching women how to set those boundaries and, and speak up. And you just see every day I see messages from women who who don't know how to say what they need to say. And there's just something up on my Facebook group um, where somebody was struggling with what to say when a man wanted to pick her up after one date. He wanted to drive with her in the car and she wasn't comfortable. And mm-hmm. everybody was just saying to her, just tell him. 
tell him, you know, you, you'll meet him there. You're not comfortable getting in his car until you know him better. I mean, it's not that hard to say. <laughs> it's really not <laughs> if you're just straightforward. But we're, we were all programmed to be nice at all costs, and that is a problem. Um, mm-hmm. Just before we get on to the, the – I know you have a gift for us, but before we go on to that, I just would love to hear some sentence stems. Um, I love to give people like just a little bit of a structure around appreciation because I think people find it really difficult, especially on a first date. Like what would you, what would you appreciate or compliment without it feeling insincere or awkward, weird, too much? Like mm-hmm. you, you started to give some examples. If you could give a few more, I think it would help our audience a lot. Sure. Well, one thing is... Um and again, so I, of course, I mentioned boundaries. I know you are uh, the the go-to expert uh, when it comes to setting boundaries, mm. and I think it's very mm. so important. And uh, so one, uh, so again, from uh, my my first science, we're talking the first last date. My, oh, uh, we are on the show called uh, uh, last first date. I want to share an example from my last first date mm. uh, and, uh, <laughs> I just first of all I gotta say that uh, I love first dates and I think we're so much fun and uh, just to, to illustrate the degree of how much I really really mean it uh, now we, we're about to celebrate a decade of being together we had our first date on June 1st and every month Science van, we've been celebrating, we've been acknowledging our first date. Usually we go out and we go on a date. Mm. And uh, yesterday morning I woke up and my husband said, good morning, my uh, my sunshine, you know, happy, happy anniversary because it was October 1st. So, but anyway, <laughs> the side note, <laughs> first dates are great. I love first dates. So, and by the way, if you just, uh, you know, started getting excited, like what can you appreciate about the first date? We're not even talking about the man at this point. It's shifting your mindset and attitude. Well, guess what? You can appreciate the novelty. You might be going to a new place, right? You might try a new something new, whether it's uh, you try new cuisine or you discover, uh, like maybe you listen to kind of music. Like but you're gonna learn something. So appreciating that. So in my case, I, I had a very short uh, first date with my now husband that was conveniently kind of. Uh, I, I like to leverage my time. I tell my clients, so if you the first date, keep it quick and short. And I, I had a party to go to. So I conveniently uh, planned, I asked him to meet. When he asked, where do you want to meet? It was just a block away from my house. So mm. if, and by the way, uh, let the man step up and uh, make an effort to see you. So when he does that, when he asks you, well, where would you like to meet? And you name one of the places that it's convenient for you so that you don't have to commute for an hour or drive for a long distance or whatever, then you can appreciate, you can say, well, thank you so much for uh, for meeting me on my turf. Right? So I live mm-hmm. not far away. You don't have to disclose where you live, but just uh, right, don't do that. <laughs> just that. <laughs> Another thing you could do is um, – if he suggests a place, if it's not if it's not a criteria, you know, let's say you live in a small town and everything is pretty close, so it doesn't really matter, then uh, again, always look for ways. How can he put in some effort? Because they they want to 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 put an effort. 
they want to do the work. That's Let's give them a chance. Let's give them the opportunity to be a hero, right, on the, on the minuscule scale. So when he comes up with a place, uh, and uh, it's really cute. Let's say it's a very cute tapas bar, wine bar. Then just acknowledge and say, wow, like I didn't even know this place exists. Like how many times you've gone on a date to some, some, some cute place in your neighborhood and then like, wow, he knows it better than I do. So that's another reason to appreciate that, right? If he mm-hmm. offers you a drink, which, again, I would have no expectations, but if, if he offers you a drink, then uh, appreciate that, right? If uh, he shares something, if he really opens up, and uh, then you can appreciate that. You know, I can say I really appreciate um, just how open, like, or uh, if he's being nervous and he kind of, like, puts himself into that vulnerable space and says, you know, uh, well, I don't really date much. I mean, it's all new to me. And instead of having the judgment, right, oh, what's, what's wrong with you, or whatever. I appreciate you say, well, well, thank you for being so open with me and uh, uh, just accepting that, right? So, and appreciating that level of openness and the vulnerability, uh, which is just mm-hmm. beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. I love all that. I think it's so important. And if he opens the door, if he, anything, you know, and, thank, and you know, I, I, this, this topic comes up a lot and it's, it's, just, just would love your your opinion on this in terms of thanking because we're talking about appreciation. Um, what do you think that women should follow up with a thank you text or something like that after a first date? Uh, when you ask about the timing or if? <laughs> I'll if they should do it quick. at all. Um, okay. I have an opinion. I would love to hear yours. Okay. Well, again, it's got it's got to be genuine. Like if you appreciate uh, if you appreciate the effort that someone put, if you appreciate the time uh, you spent together, then I would definitely express it. I would send uh, a, a text message maybe um, like the next morning, uh, saying, you know, I thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, this place that you picked, or I really appreciate our conversation about X, right? So mm-hmm. again, um, and uh, if you want, if you want more, well, along with appreciation, you can kind of like plant the seeds for, or like, I call it future pacing, where you kind of, uh, you might mention, let's say you talked about a, a different place that is even better, has even Whatever it is, right? So kind of you can mention that I'd love to, uh, I can't wait to see, uh, or I can't, I can't wait to, to, to check out that new place we talked about. So, but leave mm-hmm. a door open. You're not making plans. You're not telling a man, like, when, and you're asking, you know, are we going out there? But uh, definitely appreciate it. And uh, if, even if you don't want to see someone again, then, again, use that opportunity to thank them and say, mm-hmm. uh, you know, best wishes, so just let them know that thank you, and it's kind of a closure. But I think it's just it's, it's, a, it's a matter of being polite and, again, great opportunity to practice appreciation. Mm, I love it. And, yeah, I mean, I think it's good karma, you know, just mm-hmm. being, taking the high road no matter what happens because ha- so often women get so burnt out from dating 
Like, I love hearing how excited you were for every first date. You looked for opportunities to learn something instead of, oh, my God, another date. So disappointing. He wasn't the one. Oh, how to get dressed, blow my hair out, get my nails done. You know, it's, uh, it can, it can, it's all in how you look at it. It's all in your mindset. And we talked about that at the beginning. There was a big shift that you went through to be able to get here. And I know you take women through that shift, and it's so important. So let's, let's talk about next steps, because I know you have something special to offer our audience who wants to find that lifetime commitment. What can they do to take action today? Absolutely. So, yes, I am very excited to, uh, for your uh, listeners to be among the first ones to know that uh, we are launching a free online show. This is our third annual show. It's called Meet and Marry Mr. Right. And, of course, Sandy, I'm so excited that you are uh, being a returning guest multiple times, a returning <laughs> guest expert on the show so that uh, everyone listening, of course, will hear your perspective on the, what it takes to mm-hmm. um, to get on the path of meeting and marrying your Mr. Right. So for Everyone listening, uh, you can uh, register now. So the event, the event starts in on November 1st, but you can register now. It's absolutely free to attend, and it is meetandmarymrright.com. We'll look forward to uh, seeing you at, uh, at our live show that starts in November. Awesome. Well, I'm excited when it goes live, and I will be posting this in the show notes and my audience will get more information on this from me when we get closer to the launch date. So thank you so much, Polina, for coming on the show today. Um, If you can give us one last tip for going on your last first date, what would you want it to be? Mm. If there's one thing everyone wants to take, uh, to take, uh, to walk away with, it would be, uh, being uh, being in the flow and in the state of appreciation, starting with yourself and uh, everything that you're already blessed with, all the people you have in your life, all the opportunities that are available to you, and appreciating all of your experiences that uh, you have in your dating and love life. Those are lessons to to learn and uh, nuggets of wisdom to to get and uh, opportunities for you to grow and uh, become the best version of yourself, the high-value woman you are. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Polina. It's a beautiful final message. And thank you for being here today and for doing your beautiful work in the world. Thank you so much, Cindy. And for everybody else, thank you for listening. And if you love our show, please go over to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review so that more people will find us and listen to your to Last First Date Radio. And don't forget to join my Facebook group, Your Last First Date. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I hope you go on your last first date very soon. <laughs>